Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Um, I'm your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Sunflower. And as you know, the Director's Cut, we um, just tell stories that we've created um, ourselves, you know, opposed to the Scrapbook Podcast, where we, um, or the Scrapbook in which we take a piece of paper out of fucking cups and create a story there. Yeah. So director's cut obviously is different. And um, today we have a story that um, Sunflower, my wife, is going to obviously name as usual and rate at the end of it. Um, so we'll start with uh, name an inner city. Inner city? Yeah. What's an inner city? Like uh, urban Oh, um, Chicago. Chicago. Boom. Okay. All right. Change that. We're going to go with Sacramento. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, So, name, uh, give me a name. A person's name? Yeah. Man. Man? Male. I was just going to say, Peter. Peter. All right. So, we have this, um, our protagonist, his name is Peter. He works in, you know what I mean, um, he lives in, you know, Oak Park or whatever the fuck. And he's getting up one day, wakes up real early, helps his kid get dressed and shit like that. Who she's, she's sleeping in his bed, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he goes out into the living room, wakes up her mom, who's sleeping on the couch. And he's like, hey, you know what I mean? You got to take Tasha to school. You can take my car, you know what I mean? But don't. I, I got to be back here after I go to the barbershop. I got to go. I got to go cook tonight. But don't touch my knives. Don't, you know what I mean? Just go there and back. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. She's like, whatever, bro. Turns over back to sleep. He's like, hey, bro, get up. I talked to, you know, the people at Oak Park Supermarket. Yeah. And they said, you know what I mean? You can go in there and get an interview. She's like, whatever, bro. And he likes, like slaps her ass or some shit like that. And she was just like, mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes and he leaves. He's like, all right, Tasha, you know, you be good. And they do their handshake and shit. Mm-hmm. Call me if you need me. And he takes a bag and he leaves, right? He walks a few blocks away mm-hmm. um, to like Broadway or whatever the fuck. And then. The barbershop is open. He he helps open that shit and he starts cutting hair. And he cuts hair from like, I want to say 8 o'clock to maybe 8 till 2. And he's talking to everybody and they're cracking jokes and shit like that. And they kind of give him a hard time. You know what I mean? But it's, it's whatever. Yeah. So at the end when he's clocking out and shit, he's got his money. And he tells... um. The owner, he gives him his keys. He was just like, you know what I mean? I'm out of here, bro. He's like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? His, the owner's name is like Derek. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do, you, what do you mean? Derek says. And Peter's like, uh, I got an opportunity. You know what I mean? My, my main job is an opening in there. And I got to give him my all. And I can't give myself a plan B. I got to, you know what I mean? I got to get it. Yeah. And he was just like, 
You know what I mean? Like, all right, man. If the you know the doors are always going to be open for you. You feel me? But you know, I think you're making a mistake. He's yeah. like, no, nah, it's good, bro. Like, don't even worry about that. And then they dap each other up. He goes back to the house, puts down his bag, in which we know is his barber shop yes. material. Um, I mean instruments. And then he picks up his set of knives, and his baby mama's still sleeping on the couch. The daughter's gone, though. She took her to school or whatever the fuck, but it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. She's sleeping now. Yeah. And he just, like, rolls his eyes, grabs his knives, gets in the car, dips off. And he goes to El Dorado Hills, and that's where his, that's where he's a sous chef, mm-hmm. right? And we come to find out that the head chef is leaving. And now it's his time to shine. Yeah. Because he wants to take that spot. And the head chef took him under his wing because, like Peter, the head chef is a black guy at a high-end restaurant that, you know, everybody else is white. And they want this opportunity, but he sees potential in him, not just because of color of his skin, but... Because of his talents. Yes. Right? And we come to find out throughout throughout the play or movie, Peter is going through certain obstacles that are trying to get him out of his new character. His mm-hmm. new character is, I got to get it. My kid is seven years old. I got to make it fucking happen. If not, I'm going to end up in jail again. Right. And he's a felon, right? No excuse, bro. No plan B. I got to get it. So throughout the day, he's facing obstacles. He was given the task by the head chef, uh, the retiring head chef, to put in the order for food and shit like that. Right. Well, he ordered it, but he ordered it two days too soon. So it came to day that the day that they're, you know, at. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I didn't order it for that. I ordered it for, you know, Thursday. Nigga, it's Tuesday, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's just like, nigga, look at the fucking paper. You know what I mean? They're getting loud yeah. and shit like that. And Peter's like checking himself. But the dude is being hella fucking dude. Oh, I'm dealing with a stupid motherfucker. You know what I mean? And the head chef comes in. He's just like, hey, Ryan, you're giving Peter a hard time. He was just like, hey, well, you know what I mean? What's up, head chef? You know what I mean? What's up, chef? I'm just trying to do this shit. He's, and then, and then, um, you know, chef shows him that he, Peter ordered two days earlier. Mm-hmm. So he had to check himself. He's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's my fault. You know what I mean? And throughout the day that he's getting, Peter's going through interviews as well with the, uh, Owners. Yeah. And the managers and shit like that. And the GM and shit like that. So he's like having to put on this facade, this face and shit like that. And and some of them, there's like three owners. Some of them he's not meeting eye to eye on. Mm-hmm. He's like, we want this with the direction. He was like, well, I think what we have right now is perfect. And if we do this, this, and this, we can cut the cost behind that. And they're just like, cutting costs, bro. You don't know shit about money. Or you know about food. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And through these interviews, he's getting phone calls from his daughter. Because right about now, it's a, it's about 5 o'clock, right? Right. His kid gets out of school at 3. She's calling him and shit like that. He's trying to deal with all this. And um, 
he picks up the phone getting out of a meeting and shit like that. He ate, he felt like he aced it. And he's like, Tasha's like, mommy hasn't picked me up from school yet. And he's like, it's fucking five o'clock, bro. Like, what the fuck? You got out? Like, what time you get out? He's like, 3.15. He's like, fuck. Uh, like, um, I'll be right there. You know what I mean? And he left, he gives her money to, when he goes to, when he goes to work, he gives her money to take a lift there. Yeah. You know what I mean? To go, because it's technically two blocks away. She could have walked there. Yeah. But he doesn't want to give her the excuse. They have a, a strange relationship. She's homeless. And so he took her back in and they're fucking. So he doesn't know if they're trying to work it out or just fucking. And you know what I mean? Yeah. As her just like, this is a place to stay. So I'm going to just fuck you for it. Or they're trying to work this shit out. You know what I mean? They haven't been together for about three years or so. It's been on again, off again kind of yeah. thing, right? So, he's like, fuck. He takes like an hour and a half lunch. Because he's in El Dorado Hills, mind you. Yeah, right. And he has to go back here and then, you know what I mean? Make sure she's good. He's Instead of going to the house, he's like, I'm a, I am have pride in my work. So, I'm going to bring my cup to come see where the fuck I work. Just like right. I do most times, but I want to see her today of all days. I want her to be here to remind me what I'm fighting for and to keep me in check. So he does. Tasha goes with him to work and everybody knows her because she's been there. He's been there for about four years or so. Everybody knows her and shit. The managers know her mm-hmm. and she's kicking it in the, the dining room and then more parties come in. So she moves to the manager's office. She's doing homework and shit. And, and the day after she's there, the day gets brighter. She's he starts to have more fun. He's knocking shit out, and they have special food because it's the farewell for chef. Right. Chef is leaving, and they're making the big announcement for the new person. Right. And chef is leaving, so he, he Peter single handedly cooked all the food for the party, because the chef that's what the chef wanted. That and as well as the chef want to show them that he can handle this shit by himself. Right. So he got a team of people. Peter was the head of that team. And he just, he shined. He cooked all the food, but he was just like, I got to take the kid home. It's about two o'clock now, 2 a.m. I got to, you know, take the kid home and shit. And, you know, I hope you understand. Right. And chef was like, it's good. Don't worry about it. I'll call you with the news. Okay, so it's going to be an hour or so, but don't even worry about it. And then they hug each other. And he was like, thank you for everything Peter says. And I'm going to miss you. And he was like, ah, don't get soft on me, boy. You know what I mean? You know, keep your chin up and just focus. Just remember, no plan B. Yeah. And then he and then we see that that's where he got his mindset from. The chef, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's driving home and he, and, she, and Natasha's like, like, oh, dad, I'm hungry. And he was like, I, you didn't eat any of the food that I cooked you? He's like, it's nasty. Like, you <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to eat fish, eggs, or quail. I can't even spell quail. Like, why would I eat quail eggs? They're so little. Like, he was like, what do you want? She was just like. Starts to sing like a McDonald's song or something like, ba 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 ba. Tasha's loving it. You know what I mean? 
And he's just like, ah, all right, cool, whatever. Gets her whatever she wants from McDonald's and shit off of tips that he made. And then cruising home. And um, I want to say Tasha's on the spectrum, kind of. She keeps headphones on. Yeah. All the fucking time. It keeps her from stemming out and shit. But she's not deep on the spectrum, but she just shows characteristics, mm-hmm. traits, as you would say. So, he would go, they go up to the fucking uh, one-bedroom apartment. And um, he pops on the TV for her. And she just plops right in front of the TV. You know what I mean? And she has Fridays off. I mean, uh, um, since that day is Tuesday, she has a Wednesday off. Mm -hmm. So she's watching TV and she's like, hey, don't sit too close. And then she obviously can't hear him. So he pulls her by her collar back. And she's like, ugh. Like, shrugs (laughs) him off. He's like, all right, whatever. And he goes into the bedroom. And he's seeing his girlfriend getting fucked by Derek the owner of the barbershop and another one of the niggas from the barbershop is in there too and Peter's just like everybody freezes in that bitch and immediately Derek I mean uh, immediately Peter runs uh to his closet. And both these niggas are naked. So they're grabbing their shit and shit like that. Right. And all you hear is just scuffling. Because they know what this nigga's going into the closet for. Yep. And then you hear his girlfriend just like, no, Peter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, it's not what it looks like and shit like that. Like, like they're trying to, you know what I mean? They, I thought they were just playing a game and shit like that. And. He was just like, I ain't trying to hear none of that. And they start fighting and shit like that. And the camera starts to pan out from the room. And all you hear is the action instead of seeing it. Right. right. And you hear just a nigga scuff. Oh, get the fuck, nigga. <laughs> nigga throwing hands and shit like that. Yeah. And um, as the door, as it, the camera goes out of the door and the door closes, you hear three shots. Pop, pop, pop. And then, and at the same time, those the gunshots go off. His phone rings, and it's in the car. He left it in the car. Yeah. And it's and it goes from um, seven missed calls, and it plays the audio as the credits go up. It plays the audio like, "Hey, my boy, no plan B, right? Congratulations." You're the, you know, head chef of name of fucking any restaurant you want. You can make it up. Um, The Corner's Choice. The Corner's Choice. Coroner? Corner. Oh. Like the corner <laughs> I was of. I to say, uh, yuck. <laughs> Ew. The, you know what I mean? The Corner's Choice Bistro. Welcome. You know what I mean? It's a brotherhood. You know, we keep it black over here. They don't know that, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The chef says. Yeah. And just like, um, I love you. You know, message. Uh, you know, what I mean, message me back. You know, what I mean, some old nigga saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, they're gonna be waiting on your call and come in in the morning because I ain't gonna stay for very long. I want to put the chef coat on you. Damn. All right. Bye, boy. And that's it. Yeesh. Yeesh. 
It's a lot of anxiety. Damn it. Damn it. How you like that? It was it was pretty good. It was you definitely didn't expect the ending for sure. Yeah. Um in regards to the title, I immediately thought no plan B. <laughs> but niggas is gonna yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah. But then um something about opportunities as well. Yeah. Like missed opportunity or the ultimate opportunity. Or name it, well, well, you know, we can, uh, the corner store bistro. Yeah, yeah. Head chef. Hmm. What did you say? The corner store bistro? Yeah. It's corner's choice. Corner's corner's choice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, that was going through my face. Uh, what, what about um? What about a corner store? <laughs> um, what about uh? Damn, I just had it until you checked me on that. Because <laughs> it, it was in my head. Like, yeah. wait, did um, I say that? Corner's choice. Never going back. Yeah. It's a little cheesy, but it yeah. makes sense. I, you, you know what, dude? I want these to be those movies that you see on BET. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At two o'clock in the morning, just playing. It's going to be slap. That's going to be playing. Never going back. Slap two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those type of shits play. And you're just like. It is hella people just like, mm, Peter's a real nigga, but he shouldn't let that hoe back in. You know what I mean? Like, I want yeah. that kind of black <laughs> feeling. I want niggas debating. I want niggas to, you know what I mean? I want a cult classic out of this shit. Yep. You know, never going back. I want that. <laughs> yeah, that's just hard as fuck. That's just hard as fuck. Never going back. I like that. Um, What would you rate it? Um... I would say it's a solid eight as well. Solid eight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It, I don't like the ending just because that's shitty. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So shitty. It gives you... And then, like, you get such anxiety, like, just listening to that shit. Like, no one wants to hear that she's getting fucked on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, you don't deserve none of that. He's trying to hustle. And then he gets the call, and it's like, oh, fuck. And then, like, you really don't know what happened. You really don't. It could have been just three shots into the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it... Back up, digger! <laughs> awesome R. Kelly shit, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm trapped in the closet. <laughs> and then niggas in closets. Um, Yeah. We don't support him over here, just saying. Yeah, we don't. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna take that out. You feel me? But damn, I can't wait to make Philip and Nash crash. That shit's gonna be fun as fuck. Anyway, I am your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host Sunflower. This is the Scrapbook Podcast Director's Cut. Um, we are the Scrapbook Podcast everywhere. The Scrapbook Podcast at gmail.com. Whatever the fuck, whenever the fuck. We love you. Don't stop being creative. Peace. Bye.